Hello, my friend. Welcome to another episode of Organize with Grace. And in this episode, I spoke with Jenny Toe, who is an International Coaching Federation, ICF, Associate Certified Coach, who runs her own coaching practice called River Life Coaching. Jenny is also a qualified lawyer in the UK, Singapore, and Malaysia. She is passionate about coaching individuals to align their lives with their core values and purpose, enabling them to live fully and joyfully. So I hope you enjoy this episode, this conversation as much as I have. Here we go. Welcome back to Organize with Grace podcast. Do you feel like you're always struggling to get it together? Do you feel like you're burning the candle at both ends, feeling completely disorganized in your home and life, that it's starting to affect you mentally and emotionally? Well, you've come to the right place if you need encouragement, easy and simple organization tips, or you just want to know that you're not alone in this season of life. Hi, I'm Grace Ramon your fellow working mom and professional organizer. I believe in you, friend. You can get it together. Now let's get organized. So here I am with life coach Jenny Toe coming from Singapore. This is so exciting that we have connected through this podcast. Um, I can't wait to get to know her with you. And Jenny, thank you so much for coming on to Organize with Grace. Thanks, Grace, for having me. And thank you so much for accommodating my timing. I know it's really early at your end, and it's already way past dinner time at mine. So thank you for (laughs) adjusting your time so that uh, we can actually connect right here. You're welcome. You're welcome. So as I mentioned, she's from Singapore. Like she said, she's it's after nine over there yes. p.m. And it's at 609 right now as we're <laughs> recording a.m. over here in California. But you know what? Technology is amazing and we can connect in this way. So so Jenny, I wanted to dive in and ask you, you know, I want to love to know more about your journey and becoming a life coach. So can you tell us about yourself and how you are where you are at this point in your life? Sure, Grace. Um, Well, my first career is actually in the legal industry. I have been a practicing lawyer for more than uh, 24 years now. So you can kind of guessed I'm not a young young girl anymore. Um, and I was first exposed to coaching in an organization I was working for um, in 2015. I was a mid-level manager. I had direct reports. So the organization put us through like a two-day course on coaching. So, so that's when I was first uh, exposed to it. I liked it. And I say, and I thought to myself, hmm, okay, I can be good at this because uh, naturally I've always been an empathetic listener and I uh, really pay attention to what is said and what is not said. Uh, but then I have quite a busy job and also three kids. Um, so I decided, okay, this is probably not the right time. So I pushed it aside. But the feeling of, you know... Um, Exploring coaching, being a coach never went away. I just pushed it aside. 
So three years on, uh, around Christmas time 2018, I couldn't push away that feeling anymore. So Grace, I'm a Christian and I've been praying about it as well. And mm-hmm. I felt the Holy Spirit prompting me that this is what I'm supposed to do. Jenny, I called you to do this in 2015, but you said no. So, you know, God <laughs> let me have that time to struggle to go through all this. It came out so strong. So it's not an easy decision. I had a lot of prayer with my husband. I needed him to support my decision in this. So in 2019, I decided to look for a coaching school. And this was before COVID. So I wanted a face-to-face uh, school here in Singapore. There are many good coaching schools in Singapore. But again, the challenge was that I had to do it part-time. It had to be at night and I have kids. And I don't want to um, you know, sacrifice my time with the kids uh, for night classes. So I found this Australian school and uh, we did uh, remote learning even before COVID. And I'm very old school because for my uh, legal studies, I was in a classroom. So I was yeah. thinking, okay, at this age, I'm doing virtual study and it's a global uh, student base. But it was wonderful because I connected with people from all over the world. I'm still friends with a lot of them and it's a very rich experience. And then upon looking back, I was thinking, why did I wait so long? It's that Mm -hmm. fear of letting go of the security, like stepping out of the comfort zone. I was scared of stepping out of the comfort zone, but I couldn't suppress that feeling that this is what I'm meant to be doing. Uh, So I also planned to launch the business in April 2020 without knowing what was going to happen to all of us in March 2020. Uh, So I incorporated the company and all that. And then COVID came, there was lockdown and I asked God, so what do you want me to do? And upon reflection, I waited so long, right? So this time, I decided not to wait. So I went ahead with my plan, launched it in 2020. It's been up and down, but I'm happy to say right now today, the business is growing and um, yeah, this is where we are at right now. That's exciting, Jenny. That is exciting. And and so with that, you know, I'm. you mentioned how, gosh, the transition, right, from what you knew um, which is in the, you know, in the legal field, you know, to, to coaching, um, that must have been, that must have been scary. <laughs> yeah. So that's what my intellectual mind is yeah. always looking for, like, what's the worst case scenario, you know, and then why are you giving this up? There is this critic in me to say that, you know, yeah. you've got such a good job. Why, why are you giving it up for something that's so uncertain? But I just felt that God wanted me to do this, to be able to reach out to one person at a time and wow. impact that person's life to uh, to a better place. Because I realized that, you know, my, my one of my core values is honesty or, or what you can call integrity. I felt that, you know, God has called me to be a coach but I wasn't doing it. So in a way, I wasn't honest with myself. That's why there was that something missing. And if you visit my website, I talk about it. Like, what is this something missing? And it was that I was not living my life according to one of my core values at that time. Wow. Wow. That's awesome. And and as you have been a, uh, you've been practicing as a life coach. So what is the common maybe concern or myth, whatever you may call it, things things that hold them back from seeking um, life coaching services? What have you found so far? 
Yeah, interesting question, and it's something I experienced at the start of my business as well. So here in Singapore, maybe people are not too clear about what coaching is, as opposed in the states. So when people think of coaching, they're thinking career coach. So it's not that I don't coach people on career choices; I do, but I believe your life is more than just your job. It's it's your yes. life, yeah. So so it's a more holistic view. But、um, one of the common misconceptions is when I was first, you know, going out there, putting out myself as a coach. I said、uh, when I was talking about coaching, my、uh, potential clients would say, "Oh, Jenny, I am actually fine. I don't have any problems. <laughs> I I don't need coaching." Then I realized they were thinking of counseling or therapy. So I had、Got、to、it. explain that you know therapy、uh, helps you overcome any past emotional hurt or pain. So that you heal and you recover. Coaching, you may go back to the past, but actually, you are already at a very good place. You could just be blocked in something, and you want to get better, or you could be stuck. You can't see、um, the solution because you're too in it. And coaching frees you up、uh, to take different perspectives into consideration. And it's just. Some can use it as brainstorming. Others say that it's like the coach is holding a mirror in front of you, so you can actually、yeah. see what's being reflected. So, so that's one、uh, misconception. Another one: when I talk to potential clients, they in this day and age when COVID is changing so many things in our lives, they feel that,、mm, yeah, Jenny, what you're telling me is good, but、um, I don't think it's that urgent because I'm not certain about my job. Not certain about、uh, what's going to happen to my kids. I can't think about life coaching for myself because there's so many other things that I need to tend to. But then they fail to realize that when you tend to yourself first, when you get better, there is this ripple effect. I I believe when I see my clients transform or, or get insights, I believe that they are bringing that back, that impact back to their workplace, to their family, and there's a ripple effect of positivity. That's awesome. Thank you for that explanation. And you know, with among women generally, we feel that we have to take care of others first before we take care of ourselves, right? And so that life coaching, life coaching is something that is important because we have to shift that perspective, like you said, to ourselves. So that I love the, how you said it—the ripple effect,、um, you know—that happens when we get better, and it, we pour that onto our, you know, our husband and our kids, you know, instead of the frustration, right, and the、yes. you know possible burnout, we pour out life, you know, into into our kids. Yes. Yes, and, and your your、ones. your kids can feel it. Your family members can feel it when you're stressed, and、uh, yeah. you know when when something is not quite right.、Um, so similarly, when you feel that something's going well and you are feeling fulfilled and happy, the people around you will also feel it. They'll feel like, okay, there's a change in her. I wonder what's going on there. Yeah.、Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And you know when when we were、uh, talking, you you touched on this really quickly and. Regarding the, you know, especially, you know, me being myself being Asian and yourself being Asian, there there seems to be that stigma, right?、Mm. Like you said, like they people feel that seeking life coaching is because there's something wrong or, you know, something that we should be、uh, fixing about ourselves, right? <laughs> 
And then, like you said, Grace, we are Asian and we tend to be more reserved and conservative. Mm-hmm. So um, even after I explain what coaching is, they, they're yeah. happy. Some of them are happy to, you know, see uh, what coaching can do for them. But others feel that, you know, I, I don't want to expose my life concerns to everyone. So it could be an element of pride or mm-hmm. an element of fear or an element that if I expose my shortcomings and weaknesses, Am I, you know, less of a person? So, uh, you know, it, I'm not saying that it only shows up in Asians. It's human nature, but I think yes, it shows it up more in, in women, especially mm-hmm. they, they, you know, at the workplace, they need to show up as being strong and assertive. So if they feel that, oh, you know, if, if I show up with my weakness, what will people think? But when I assure them that, you know, in a coaching session, it is confidential, uh, I'm not in your life grade, so there's no way I, I can tell on you. And even, <laughs> even if I'm in your life, uh, because of the high code of ethics, I'm an uh, International Coaching Federation ICF credential coach. So in order to be credential, we go through uh, rigorous training and we have to adhere to a high code of ethics, uh, which I love because in my first career as a lawyer, there are a lot of uh, regulations that we have to comply with to get licensed. So similarly, mm-hmm. coaching is not regulated yet but I love this idea of really uh, adhering to high standards so when I assure them of that then they feel more comfortable like oh okay so this is a safe space that I can just tell Jenny what's going on and she's not judging me and then you know we we talk and, and ideas come up that's great that's great and I would like to know more about, you know, as as you have been doing this, have you come up with a unique approach to life coaching? It's interesting that you ask because my website is uh, called River Life Coaching and I first came up with my own model of, of the coaching process uh, based on the analogy of a river representing your life. So it starts with the river source. So what's the river source? The river source, like what we I talked about earlier, is your life values. So for me, it's honesty, it's gratitude, it's spirituality. So that's my source. So if my source is blocked, or if I'm uh, not letting my source uh, come through in the river, that the flow is somewhat disrupted or, you know, it meanders around and it takes a long time to get to the end goal, which is, you know, the, the, the delta of the, of the river. So that's what I use that analogy. So is your river blocked? Is, is the flow, you know, without smooth and calm? Or are you seeing all these rocks and boulders uh, blocking the way? So it's just a matter of taking them through that, you know, what are your values and um, are you living your life according to your values? And how many, you know, typically how many uh, sessions would you need? Is it more of a like individualized? It kind of just depends how often they want to see you or, you know, is it something where you have like, you know, four sessions at a time to take them through um, what they need to go through or how does that work for your you know, for your life coaching. The, the most popular one that I've been offering is uh, three, you sign up for three sessions at one go. I think people just need to know me and, and uh, one session isn't enough. So I, I do offer a complimentary 30 minutes so that people will, you know, to see what coaching is about because some of them have not experienced coaching before. And then when they get that experience, uh, they normally say, okay, Jenny, let me sign up for three one-hour coaching sessions and then see where that goes. So I have clients who renew after the, the three and, and uh, carry on as well. I think people are just 
more cautious nowadays with with sure. uh, you know the, the state of the economy as it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Um, and so typically, I know that you know women are. I don't know, maybe I'm, I'm generalizing, but, you know, women tend to be the ones seeking out the life coaching. Um, have you seen men come along as well or are, are you typically working with, with women? I'm working typically with women, but not because I don't coach men. So I do have uh, male clients as well. I think it's the chemistry. It's not so much the gender. So for me, maybe okay. it's because uh, my network. So, so that's how I first started, you know, reaching out to my network. So my network is in law and also in banking and finance. So quite a lot of uh, those people there. Uh, they they like me because uh, they probably know my reputation as being a lawyer, and uh, quite of a, a few of my clients are young female attorneys. So there is that mentoring element, which I tread carefully because uh, coaching yeah. again is not counseling, is not mentoring. So mentoring is uh, Grace. Like I share my work and life experiences with you, and you take it's almost I'm advising you what to do. So it's my experiences that I'm sharing with you. Whereas for coaching, Grace, you are telling me your experiences. You are leveraging from your lessons that you learn in your life. I don't share my life experiences, but you may ask me, you know, what do you see here? And and then we can talk about it. But whatever I offer to you, you are, it's entirely up to you to take it or, you know, leave it if it if it doesn't fit you so so that's that difference so there are young attorneys coming to me jenny you've been here before you've been where i at what shall i do so i will you know kindly and gently tell them yes you know there are similarities but you know everyone's uh-huh. life situation is different because i believe that when you come up with a solution yourself you're more committed to it and you're more accountable to it. And then you can't, you can't say, oh, Jenny asked me to do that, so I'll blame her for it. You know, <laughs> when you come up with it yourself, there is no one to blame. It's your, you are responsible for it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, that's, and I've heard this um, said that many times we are aware of what we should do, but just need that, need a Jenny <laughs> to kind of draw it out, right? Because most of the time we we do. And um, I like what you said about helping to hold that mirror in front of them and and gently, of course, right? Because and you you seem to have that personality to be able to do that. And um, I can see that you are, you know, you're really created for this. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Grace. Yeah. That's, that's really encouraging. Yeah, so I do ask questions like, you know, what when I said earlier, I can uh, read the verbal cues, of course, but there is something deeper that I sense. And if I'm coaching Christians, I can feel perhaps at certain times I'm prompted to say something, even though that something is difficult. Like if you tell me, it sounds like you're making excuses for yourself and then they don't see it as an excuse, but I'm hearing actually excuses after excuses. So I put it to them, like you said, with empathy and it hits them. And they realize Uh that, yes, I've been making all these excuses all along. It's just that I think it's rationalization or justification. And until you have to realize deep down inside what's holding you back from, you know, living your life fully. Right. Right. Yeah. And Jenny, for, were there listeners who are working moms and just trying to survive the day to day and keeping trying our best to keep the overwhelm <laughs> at bay? So what would be um, 
a tip that you would like to share for them um, generally on a, you know, something that they can use on a practical basis on a, on a daily basis um, with trying to kind of keep their ground, I guess, you know, to keep them grounded. Yeah, I know. I mean, but when, you, when you're saying that, you know, it resonates with me because we all wear many hats and I think we are uh-huh. really good at multitasking. So yes. personally, uh, I would be, I would call myself a recovering perfectionist. So, you know, I, I really strive for mm-hmm. uh, perfection at the workplace and at the home front. So I would say practice empathy on yourself. I mean, nothing in life really needs to be perfect. And actually, as, as Christians, we know we are not perfect. But right. this, this is just this belief that we need to be perfect. But if you think about it, you know, a lot of things that we do every day, it doesn't need to be perfect. So I would encourage your listeners who are working moms to practice empathy. So if, if uh, I have kids who are older now, so they do chores, and I know my perfectionist traits comes in, and I'm like, okay, you didn't clear the dining table properly. I, I you know, I have that urge. <laughs> then I realize the main thing is they did it. They did it their way. And why am I getting yeah. so stressed about that? So it's just taking that step back and, and realizing that, hey, you know, you are blessed to have a family who supports you. Things don't have to be perfect. I mean, gone, you don't have to keep looking at the home and living magazine and say, my house doesn't look anything like that. It's fine. Just fill your house and your heart with love and, and know that you have people who support you. And, and leading on to that, it is mm-hmm. not a sign of weakness to ask for help. So for us who are overwhelmed and stressed, uh, ask for help for your family members' help. Or if you do need professional help, ask for professional help. And at the workplace, I know we always seem to need to be strong. But actually asking for help shows courage because you know you cannot do it alone. That is a wonderful point. And I'm probably going to quote you on that. So, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, sure. (laughs) I I love it. I love that because um, that's the common thing I have myself experienced um, or experiencing also is that we are so we're taught to be self-sufficient and independent and which are good things, you know, those are good things to an extent. Um, You know, I really believe that in the end we are meant for community for we're meant to to depend on one another like you said you know we need each other's help um and so thankful for um for folks like you um that you know that offer life coaching services because i'm i'm becoming a really firm believer of the fact that you know we all need we all need help and we all need some life coaching (laughs) And then by us talking in this podcast, I hope your listeners know that they are not alone. I mean, one thing I find even uh, personally that when I know that someone has gone through what I'm going through, even not similar, um, I feel that, okay, at least someone out there understands or at least... I'm not the only strange one experiencing this. So so when I talk to people and they're, they're saying that I can't give this presentation because it's not good enough, then I ask them, does it really have to be that good? Yes, it does. You know, And then when we talk about it, it, it comes up the realization that, oh, actually, you know, I was so stressed about getting it to be perfect, whereas no one expects it to be perfect. Everyone thinks it's great as it is. So it's all here in my head. 
Um, and, and that's amazing. So I can relate to that as well. Um, Grace, I'm also an introvert. So when I coach introverts, I can hear where they're coming from, especially when their organization expects them to be more visible. So I also coach them how to be visible while still remaining true to yourself. You don't have to do what you're not that comfortable with, but you need to shift your thinking a bit and, um, you know, take small steps. Yeah. 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 That's a great point, you know, because we, we often get told like, well, you need to be more this, more that. But I'm like, well, that's not, if that's not me, I'm not going to do it most likely. (laughs) So that's a great point. Um, and so, you know, to my listeners, you know, if you feel that you are resonating with, with Jenny and what she is talking about, um, Jenny, I would love to, um, let the listeners know how they can reach you. And I love that, you know, we're so global with being able to reach each other (laughs) just like that, a snap of a finger. And, and so how can uh, the listeners, uh, reach you if they would like to, um, have, uh, more of a conversation with you or possibly consult with you with your life coaching? They can visit my website, which is uh, riverlifecoaching.com or they can find me on LinkedIn, either under my company's name, River Life Coaching or Jenny Toh, T-O-H. I'm also on Facebook and Instagram. So I don't think you can go wrong if you just key in Jenny Toh or River Life Coaching. Or, you know, just just look at the show notes that Grace will be putting up. Yes, I will. (laughs) Yes, I will definitely include all of that information and make sure that you get connected with Jenny. So Jenny, thank you for such a insightful conversation. And I love the way you have explained even to myself, you know, life coaching and how, um, how clearly you've done that. And I hope that my listeners you know, consider, you know, at least a session or two or three, whatever, um, whatever helps them in, in their own life, you know, connect with a life coach like yourself. Thank you, Grace. Thank you. Hey, real quick. If you enjoyed today's episode, the best way to thank me is by leaving an iTunes review. If you're listening to me right now on your iPhone, simply scroll down, click write a review within the podcast, and voila, you'll get a chance to click five stars and type in how the podcast has helped you. You can also access iTunes on your computer if you're not an iPhone user by downloading the iTunes app. Also, I offer virtual organizing, and that means we get to hop on Zoom together wherever you are and I can help you organize your space for a fraction of a price that you would spend hiring an in-person organizer. Contact me by email, hello at organizewithgrace.com so you and I can get started. I offer a free 15-minute assessment to see if we're a good match to work together. So get on it, girl. Stop being stuck on your organizing journey. I'll help you walk forward so you can finish that organizing project that you've been procrastinating on. No judgment here. Done it myself. But you know what I'm talking about, girl. All right. Can't wait to talk to you. Bye.